You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello, welcome to Claret and Blue. My name's Dan Rowenson. I'm joined this afternoon or this evening by John Townley. John, it's a Monday. There's two games to look forward to this week for Villa, Fulham and Man United. It's a huge week, isn't it, for the end of the season and the running, um, which yeah. we'll be talking about throughout the, the, uh, this podcast. How are you? How's things? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. Um, yeah, the game's coming thick and fast at the moment, aren't they? This time in a month, it will be... Will it be over already, the season? Pretty Almost. Much. Yeah, so what, five weeks, the season remaining, four weeks after next week, I think. So, yeah, um, I'm doing well. This podcast is Premier League predictions, end of season running. I don't know what the title is yet, but it's words to that effect. I've actually done the thumbnail, first of all, which is a, a rare occurrence for the podcast. There's the thumbnail with the swanky little graphics and club badges and all sorts. So we're going to talk about the eight or so teams in the top half that are relevant to Aston Villa, taking away Manchester City and Arsenal because unfortunately we can't win the league this year but next year guys we'll go for it I've included Newcastle in the list as well which again probably isn't quite relevant for us but when I was going through the numbers we're as close to Brentford and Fulham as we are to Newcastle so I thought if we're going to mention Brentford and Fulham in the running we'll put Newcastle in as well just for the sake of continuity if anything so I've got all the fixtures for all the teams that play from now to the end of the season most play six some play seven Brighton play nine which is a talking point in itself so we're yeah. going to go through each of them. We're going to predict not specifically score lines, but match results, draw, win or loss. And then we'll both have a league table at the end of how we think the season will finish. So we'll start with Villa, obviously, because that's what we all care about. Fulham at home, Manchester United away, Wolves away, Tottenham at home, Liverpool away and Brighton at home. Now, this morning when I sent you all the fixtures and said, can you like, do predictions for all of these? Yeah. I put the teams in bold on the WhatsApp, obviously no one else is going to see this, but the teams in bold are teams that were kind of in the running for European football. Villa had the most teams in bold. So Fulham, yes, probably not going to get it, but they're 50, 50, uh, 44 points or something like that. They're up and around it. They won every game. They'd have a chance. Obviously, Man United in the top four, Spurs in free fall, Liverpool on the on the rise, and Brighton as well, who are in and, in and amongst it. So for us to play effectively four sides there plus Fulham and a local derby to end the season. Firstly, yes, it's a great position to be in and if we continue in the way we do and we keep picking up points, we'll be taking points off those around us so they can't get any that weekend. Simple logic, Villa go up the league. Second of all, it's nice and this is a bit of a wayward point. There'd be a stage in the season or at the start of the season you'd have looked at those final six games and gone, I hope we've got the points we need by the end of the season because if we're in a relegation scrap and you're playing them, that's a difficult position to end the season. So I'm thank, thank God that that's not the case. And we're now looking at these fixtures in a positive light going, if we win four or five of them, we'll be in Europe. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, you don't want to be playing teams at the bottom of the league either at this stage of the season. I'd be yeah. I'd be just as, I suppose, maybe nervous is the wrong word, but I'd be looking at the games if we had a, a Leicester away or if we were playing teams like Bournemouth and um, who else Who else has done that? Forest even. and Southampton, Leeds. Yeah, those teams will be scrapping from now to the end of the season, although they've been dreadful <laughs> for the most part You know, in the last few months. Those teams will start to pick up points now because mm. they're about 10 points away, some of them, from where they need to be to get to safety. So they're going to have to win half the games pretty much and you you don't want to be playing those teams at this, start, uh, at this end of the season. So to be honest, playing Wolves away, although it's a local derby, you look at that and think, well, they're... You know, on the beach as such, because they'll be okay in terms of um, mm. staying in the division. Man United should be fine for Champions League because because of Newcastle, and I know Liverpool are sort of coming up a little bit, but I don't think some of those teams. I don't think we'll be playing. You know, 
even Liverpool, I don't think, I know they just said they've been in a good form, they could get Champions League, but it's highly unlikely. And by the time we play them, they're going to be in and around the same positions as us. So for them, will it really matter if they finish fifth or sixth, for example? I don't think so. Mm. Um, Brighton at home, yeah, that's a game in itself that could decide. Yeah, it could be massive. But, but you almost look, you, I almost cancel out that Brighton game in a way and say, well, if we can do our business before and get to that Brighton game and if we have a chance of finishing sixth or fifth or whatever it may be and we just have to win it, then that's almost like a cup final in itself. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I almost see we have five games to get to that point. Previously, it was we've got so many games to get to that last three games. So you're top yeah. Liverpool because they're all going to be around us. It's almost like a, the playoff situation in a way. Because you've got those three games. If you can get the points you need, you'll get Europe out of those. But yeah. it's flip now where I'm thinking Tottenham at home. Well, after yesterday anyway, they're, <laughs> we'll get on to them. But they're, um, yeah, they're not good at the moment. Liverpool away, as I say, that'll be tough. But Liverpool might be in a position where their you know, season's finished. I know it's the last home game of the season, obviously. Plus, Firmino's last game for them. So that'll be a bit of an occasion in itself. But I don't see there's any reason why we couldn't go there and get some ink. And then Brighton at mm. home again, that's... You know, you're almost putting three points on that because it feels like a cup final. And if we're in a position where we have to win that game, I, I think we probably would because there'll be so, so much Spot energy on, yeah. around. And, yeah. and then if you work backwards on that, Wolves away, as I say, they shouldn't have a whole lot to play for. United away, again, they should be again yeah, the Champions League this uh, this season. They've still got work to do, so it'll be tough. And then Fulham at home, you've got to win that game. So I almost yeah. look at it and think, I don't think it's that bad. Maybe that's a bit too positive, but... I think we can definitely get enough wins in that group of games to get at least top seven. Yeah, I think for for each of the clubs we're going to talk about, we're just going to put a points total on what they'll get. But for Villa specifically, I think we can say, right, we'll get wins there. I'll point over, can't I? Which way is it? We can get a win there, a draw there, a loss there, whatever it might be. We'll go through specifics of what we think the points will come from. For the other clubs, like I said, we'll just put, oh, Newcastle get 20 points or whatever. I don't need to, to predict every single one of their games. Is Fulham a, a must win? Would you go as far to say that? Sorry, I keep drinking. My throat's really sore. Um, yeah, it absolutely is a must-win. In a must-win in terms of we must win it because that is... Would you look at that and say that's our easiest game? Probably. Yeah, 100%. I think... I mean, I put Wolves away as being easier. It's only the local derby thing there that throws me off a little bit and the fact it's away, but we're good away. Wolves aren't that yeah. great. I think Wolves score. Wolves don't score many goals. So I'd, I think we'll at least get a point there. Um, but, but the game is a it, it's a must win in the sense of it's the probably the most you know to get three points out of that would probably be easier than other games yes but it's not you know yeah. if we join that game you know we're not out of the equation at all we're still very yeah, much if, we win, if we win the other five we'd still finish very well wouldn't we so it's not must win that it's over right. if we lose but for momentum's sake winning it on Tuesday night is massive yeah and that would give us a huge push getting into fifth I actually think if we win four of those games that'll be fine for top six <laughs> Top seven for sure. Um, but yeah, like on that Wolves game, for example, I do think, not to spin on a negative, but I think the last three away games that we've played, we haven't been particularly great. Again, that's crazy because we've won two and drawn one against good teams. Um, although we did play Leicester in that, granted. But the Chelsea game, I don't think we... I don't, I don't want to say we were lucky because I know there's been a lot of sort of um, <laughs> everything's been mentioned on stats and whatnot. And that Chelsea game was, yeah, we won 2-0, but I don't think that was necessarily... Fair reflection, maybe I'm being negative, but mm-hmm. then the Leicester game, obviously we score in the last sort of kick of the, you know, one of the last in the, in the last minute trial. Probably won't do that again. 
and then the Brentford game, obviously for different reasons, we uh, we weren't at it 100%. So I do think the last three away games, and Emery said himself that he was upset, basically, by the Leicester and Chelsea performances. And although we won them, I do know what he's trying to say because that Chelsea game yeah. could be different. McGinn might not have scored that goal. Mudrick might have scored the one-on-one that he had. And I think there was a couple of other chances Chelsea had too. Uh, and Leicester, obviously, Traore might not score that goal again. So we were say lucky to get six points you, you earn your luck don't you and we definitely deserve that but there's no reason why we can't go to Wolves and win um, and that would be if we won against Wolves won against Fulham all of a sudden you're looking at Tottenham Liverpool and Brighton there you go you know we'd probably be in fifth or sixth at that point and you can mm. go into those games and say almost like a playoff mentality if we win two of those games or win, win your home games beat Spurs beat Brighton top six yeah that's what I was going to say. You'd out of those fixtures, there, and we'll talk about where we think the points will come from in a sec. Win all the home games is your first starting point. There's nine points. Beat Fulham on Tuesday night is massive. There was a pre pre match presser today where Emery was talking about Martinez and saying it's kind of he'll be assessed tomorrow to see if he's fit. Now, the extent of the the problem with Martinez, the kind of joke doing the rounds is he just had a, a stomach upset over over the over the game on Saturday. That was Saturday. Like, if he's still struggling with that by Tuesday night, I'd be amazed. Unless it's some kind of like actual bug. If he's just had some dodgy food and gone to the toilet a few too many times, he'll be absolutely fine for Tuesday. And surely that's just mind games going. Oh, we'll decide on the day. I'd be amazed if Emmy Martinez doesn't play against Fulham. Yeah, so would I. And Emery did say in his press conference after um, after Brentford, he said that he's hopeful that he'd be fine anyway because it's you know if it's. It, We've all had stomach bugs. They do last. They can last for a week. But I think if you're Martinez and you've got a whole group of club doctors, I'm sure they've got like the very best paracetamol and <laughs> whatever he needs. I'm sure it's there 24-7. So he should be fine. Um, I think some Argentinian report said he caught it off his son or something. I don't know. Possible, yeah. No, I think that's valid. But um, not that it matters either. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he should be okay. And that would obviously say give us a boost. I don't think it would give us necessarily a boost, but it's more of a not having it's a mentality thing. If Robin Olsen is playing on Tuesday night, there's all his instant trepidation at what Simon's kickoff quarter to eight, quarter to seven. People are going, Oh dear, Robin Olsen's playing. And I heard your podcast with Neil Dan and I thought you made a really good point about we don't we're not saying that oh Olsen's playing and he's he's this and that and he's not good enough, he shouldn't play for the club. It's not necessarily that, it's just that Martinez is one of, if not the best goalkeeper in the world. Mm. What he best is claim crosses, his leadership, he dominates his whole box. It's not necessarily something that Olsen does particularly well, it doesn't make him a horrendous goalkeeper. It's just that Martinez is one of the best goalkeepers in the world and you're going to miss that player, especially when he's such a leader as well and he's so charismatic. You're going to miss mm. that, especially when it's halfway through a game against a team like Brentford who are going to you know, sense danger. Um, sorry, smell blood, I mean, and, and go after you. So, um, yeah. Even if Olsen was playing from the start against Fulham, I still think we can win that game. We played Tottenham, yeah. and again, we speak about Tottenham. They are still fifth, and we did beat them with Olsen in goal for 90 minutes. And I think it was more so the change that Martinez wasn't there for the second half. I think that was the issue rather than Olsen being in there, if that makes sense. If he was there from the mm. first minute, I don't think it would have been so much of a problem. But um, yeah, there's also, it's also the fact that. Robin Olsen playing or coming on anyway. Kind of, I've already spoken about this on the Brentford show, so if you missed it, go back. But it, it makes a difference. You can tell the kind of defence don't feel as settled with him playing yeah, yeah, there yeah. because they'd have trained with Martinez. He's been number one for however long. Robin Olsen coming at half time because Emmy Martinez is throwing up or whatever. That's a shock to the system. You think, Christ, what, what's going to happen here? If Robin Olsen is playing on Tuesday night, the players will know that's coming. They'll be prepared for it. They'll have trained with him 
so maybe Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or whatever they train, and and got used to the idea that okay, it's a packed out Villa Park. We're we're the favourites. We know Olsen's playing. I'm used to it. I'm prepared for it. I know what that entails. That's different to knowing that Martinez is going to go off at half time and being a little bit shaken up, thinking, "Oh dear, what's going to happen now?" So I just don't like the mentality. Robin Olsen playing. Oh, we've lost. It's not simple yeah. as that. It's, it's silly just to write off a game because a goalkeeper's not playing. Yes, it's a massive loss, but, but you know you've got to be positive to think we can still win. The rest of the team is still very good. So, where are the points coming from? Then I said we won't do specifics for the other clubs, but for Villa we will because it's a Villa podcast, and this is the only part I really care about enough to do score predictions. I've got it down as we won't do specifics in terms of numbers, but results. I've got Villa to beat Fulham. Lose against Man United, so we'll go 10 unbeaten, and then Man United will beat us, because they always do, apart from the reverse fixture, Emery's first game, but it's just typical, isn't it? They'll beat us at their place. A draw away at Wolves, we'll beat Spurs at home, a draw away at Liverpool, and then we'll beat Brighton on the final day, which I've got that as being 11 points for the rest of the season, one more defeat, which, I mean, you put it like that, and you'd say that's two defeats in 15, 16 games or something. That's great form. So you'd imagine that's enough to get us. And I know what my league table looks like. That would be enough to get us to Europe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what do I say to that? I agree. Um, Run me through yours. Where do you yeah. think the points come from? I think, firstly, I look at all of those games in, in isolation and it just sort of proves how far we've come. I, I think we could take points out of all of those games. And I don't look at it and think that we will because I'll come on to it in a minute. But... After Fulham, you'd look at Man United and think, all right, well, here's how we can get something from that game. Wolves, obviously, Tottenham as well. Yeah, they're not very good at the moment. Liverpool, again, second last game of the season. They will probably have European football sewn up. Won't be Champions League. Do they really care about Conference League? No. So um, you go to their place and it will be almost a bit of a... I don't know if they'll take the foot off the gas Liverpool because it's the last home game. Do you know what I mean? It, weird, almost... weird things happen, though. But it has mean, that Liverpool... of... Like that game yeah. will be Roberto Firmino's last game and it'll be like a party atmosphere and we love Firmino and we'll be going there thinking well if we win this we've got top six sewn up or something like that so mm. I think we'll have more we'll want to win that game more so I think um, you see some dodgy results from Liverpool towards the end of the season don't you like the 3-3 the with Palace they lost, lost to Stoke didn't they like 6-1 or something on the last day of the season like, mm. I'm always surprised if there's a, a dodgy result in any of these games that we're going to talk about where somebody who you don't like Southampton Arsenal the other day could have been oh so different on, on another evening there'll be one of these games that we talk about where you go Christ none of us expected that and that changes the complexion of the top six or top seven massively mm. and we'll come on to Liverpool's fixtures in a minute but you look at those and you think, oh, they'll probably win all of them, but they won't. Mm. <laughs> it all doesn't work like that. So, yeah, my Villa scores, I think, will win four out of those. So, Fulham at home, um, Wolves away, uh, Tottenham and Brighton. And I think that mm. would be 12 points, wouldn't it? So, that would get us top seven for sure. In what order? I can't remember. Uh, but <laughs> oh, I've got it down. We'll talk about that at the end. But again, you look at Liverpool and away, thinking isolation. Yeah, we could probably get something out of that. United away as well, we could, but... Again, we're probably not going to go unbeaten the whole way. Um, That's the thing for me. The law of averages suggests we're not going to go 15 games unbeaten, so we're going to lose at least one. Winning at this stage of the season, you need to win games, don't you? I think you had two draws and a loss, whereas I've had two losses. But obviously, I work out as as more points because we've won four. So I think, yeah, you've got to win Tottenham, Fulham. Uh, Can we try and beat uh, Wolves away? Hopefully so. And then that Brighton game, as I say, let's just get to that Brighton game with, with your points in the bag and we can... Whatever that is, I back us to do it. Whether we need three yeah. points or one point, um, could you imagine the sort of deflation? <laughs> if, if, if 
like going into Villa Park thinking if we win this game or draw it or whatever, we'd be getting um, top six, top. It's so it it's so tight though. When I've worked out like everyone's fixtures, like even if we go into that last game against Brighton needing to win, let's say to finish fifth. If we don't win, we'll still we'll finish sixth, which is still. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't see a position yeah, where I'm, we get to that last game that we finish outside of the top seven. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm very much. Yeah, but I think it's because it's us, Liverpool, Brighton, and Tottenham. There's four of us going for three mm. positions. Uh, five, six, seven. Obviously, one's going to miss out and finish eighth. I think I know who's going to finish eighth, but I'm perfectly fine with finishing seventh or sixth. Yeah. I, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, we need top six and you know. Great if we get it, fantastic. But I will probably be just as happy that if we get seventh than sixth. And again, a bit of context maybe in the last game of the season. If we if we lose it and then we'd come out of the top six, that would be a bit like, oh, well, we could have got. Mm. But if we win it and we get seventh or something, then fantastic. Because either way, that's a European tour. So um, yeah. So you are happy with the Conference League now? I am. Yeah. No, come on. Like <laughs> again, my words were twisted. Just don't for the next European Cup. That's all I say. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. I've, I've thrown myself by trying to mug you off on the podcast. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. Should we just talk a little bit about what positions get what? Because I think there's been a little bit of confusion, I think, on social media of, of what finishes where. So, Seven, I, just, I, I, I was also say. a little bit confused because traditionally, fifth was Europa League and sixth was Europa League qualification, like a qualifying round. Fifth went straight to group stages. Sixth was you had to qualify to get to the group stages. When we got there under O'Neill, sixth was that, wasn't it? We finished sixth three years in a row, did a qualification round, then got into the group stages. The one year, I don't think we even got past the qualification round. Might be, mis- might be mistaken, though. Yeah, this year, though, or from last year, sixth is now Conference League. Seventh is nothing. So what it should be by default. It's only that seventh is Conference League because of who's winning the League Cup and the FA Cup. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So if so, let's say Wigan and Birmingham Birmingham City, no way. Wigan and Sheffield United win the League Cup and the FA Cup. They'd get a Europa League spot and a Conference League spot from winning those. So obviously, because they don't finish in the top six of the Premier League, because those two those two clubs are a Championship club, so we will never win it. But just for the sake of example, fifth and sixth, it won't go down to seventh because they taking the spots but because it's going to be Man City Man United in the FA Cup final and they will both finish in the top six and Man United have already won the League Cup so they've got a Europa Conference League space through that the Conference League space goes down to seventh the Europa League is sixth Europa League is fifth yeah and then obviously top four is Champions League people are then talking about West Ham if they win the Conference League does that mean it drops down to eighth no as far as I've seen, it never drops down as far as eighth. West Ham just go into the Europa League by default as a winner of a previous competition, the same way the Europa League winner goes into the top into the Champions League. Let's say that was Newcastle won the Europa League and finished fourth. Champions League doesn't drop down to fifth. It just it's just an extra spot that doesn't get taken by somebody else. So my rough understanding, if I would explain that right, is seventh is Conference League, sixth is Europa League qualification stage, fifth is Europa League group stage. Top four is Champions League. Eighth is nothing at all. Yeah, so basically we have to finish top seven. Seven is Conference League, six and five Europa League this season. Yeah, because so, of who's won the the external uh, the domestic trophies. In yeah, you'd expect and United. And, yeah, and I think that's happened like almost every... When was the last time yes. someone won the Cups that weren't in Europe? Uh, Man City have won we, the League Cup a million times in the last few years. Was it Wigan, I think? 
Was I missed someone? Leicester I'm not won sure the... without checking. Leicester won the FA Cup, but I think they finished fifth that year. Europe, yeah. Yeah, it, it tends to happen that the teams in the top six win the trophies because yeah. they've got the biggest squads and stuff. That tends to happen. But in, in Villa's benefit this year, if we finish seventh, because those so-called top six clubs have won the domestic trophies, that benefits whoever finished seventh because they get their Europa Conference League spot. Yeah. So seventh is at least the aim. If you finish eighth, you get diddly squat. Um, so we've gone through Villa. I've said 11 points. You've said 12. We'll work out where that puts us in a, a hypothetical league table at the end. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven other clubs' fixtures to go through. Uh, we'll be a bit speedier through those, of course. Who do you want to go through next? Do you want to go through the lower end first? Uh, I think we've got, we've got Brentford and Fulham, haven't we? I put Brentford and Fulham in because I, I was looking at Newcastle going, I'll include them, but we're like eight po- I think we're eight points away from Newcastle. So I thought, oh, forget Fulham and Brentford. They're not going to be enough to be worried about. But we're eight points ahead of one of those. So I thought, well, if I'm including Newcastle, I have to include the others just for the sake of conversation. So very quickly, we'll go with Fulham because we play them tomorrow. Aston Villa away, Man City at home, Liverpool away, Leicester City at home, Southampton away, Crystal Palace at home, and Man United away. The last game of the season for them. So I've got Fulham down. Yeah, again, when I sent this to you, I'd have bolded up Liverpool and Man City. United. It kind of goes, well, that's actually a very tough one. And Southampton are going to need points, you'd presume, unless they're down by then. Leicester. Palace should be safe, but it's actually a tough one, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, So the seven games for Fulham, I've got them down as having also 11 points. No, I haven't. That's Brighton. Hold on a sec. I spoiled alert for Brighton. Uh, oh. Fulham, I've got seven points. So I've got a point a game for Fulham. Lose to Villa, lose to Man City, lose to Liverpool. So lose three in a row but on top of whatever else they've done recently. Beat Leicester. Don't know why I've put that really. Uh, draw to <laughs> Southampton. <laughs> Beat Palace. I've just put win the home games um, and then lose to Man United on the final day. So two wins and a draw for Fulham. I've got seven points. Uh, I've also gone on seven points. I don't know okay. which games I've got them down for, but it doesn't really matter. Those I'm pretty sure. So it would be a yeah. I'd, I'd put them to beat Leicester as well, <clears throat> although that would be probably quite tight now. Uh, in fact, no, I'd say Southampton away win, Palace at home win, Leicester at home draw. Is what mm. I'd say. So Fulham are on 45 points at the moment with a plus two goal difference. Again, we've not really put goal difference into account here because it's too complicated for the sake of a podcast that's got a short shelf life because we play Fulham tomorrow. Um, so that will put them on a, a an end target of 52 points. Villa have got 51 as it stands. So again, Fulham not really in the equation, but for the sake of fairness, Fulham fans, if you're watching, here you go. <laughs> um, Brentford? Chelsea away, Nottingham Forest at home, Liverpool away, West Ham at home, Tottenham away, Man City at home. Um, again, Brentford at the moment on 44 points, so one less than Fulham. So again, not really in the conversation, but for the sake of fairness, I've done all the top 10 apart from Man City and Arsenal. Um, I've got Brentford down as seven points as well. So lose to Chelsea, beat Forest, lose to Liverpool, beat West Ham, draw with Spurs and lose to Man City. So again, two wins and a draw for both those Fulham uh, London clubs. I've got eight points for Brentford, but the only difference I have is that they'll, they'll draw against Chelsea. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah um, so seven points for me, so that puts them on 51. So again, wouldn't even catch Villa if they lost every single game. So let's move on. Boring. Um, should we go to the other end of the spectrum? Newcastle and Man United, two yeah. clubs that I don't think we'll catch. We'll start with Newcastle, who are currently in third in the Premier League with 59 points. So eight points ahead of us as it stands. Our goal difference is plus four. Theirs is plus 29. So it'd take one hell of a swing for us to catch them. Um, 
Everton away, Southampton at home, Arsenal away, Leeds away, Brighton at home, Leicester away, and Chelsea away. Now, again, when I sent these to you earlier, there was only one team in bold there that affects us. They play Brighton. The rest of the sides they play, whatever the results don't really affect Villa. They can beat whoever they want. They're going to finish in the top four. Fair play to them as well because they've been they've been really good this season. Yeah. Apart from last week when they gave, we gave them a good spanking. Um, but if they can take some points off Brighton, that'd be great. The rest of them, do what you like. Yeah, pretty much. How many points have you got for them? Um, I've got Newcastle getting, if I scroll down far enough, four, I've got 14 points for Newcastle, only losing one game. So beat Everton, beat Southampton, lose to Arsenal, beat Leeds and beat Brighton, just to do us a favour. Draw to Leicester so Dean Smith can get some points and uh, and draw with Chelsea. Again, don't really know why I've picked certain things, but that yeah, sounds no. about right. 14 points would put them on 65, I think, if my maths is right, or 63, 73, sorry. Yeah, I had them on 15 points out of that, so yeah, pretty much the same as you. Pretty much the same, okay. Man United again, similar vein, don't think we'll catch them, but we do have to play them. Um, they've also got yeah. the FA Cup final to think about. Um, how much that will take out the legs in the upcoming games possibly you never know again that's a talking point for Brighton in a second Man United then Tottenham away Villa at home Brighton away so three teams obviously in the mix including ourselves West Ham away Wolves home Bournemouth away Chelsea home and Fulham at home so four sides there that are anything to do with us including us Um, I've got Man United as getting uh, 14 points as well same as Newcastle Draw to Spurs, beat beat Villa, unfortunately. Draw with Brighton to take some points off them. Beat West Ham, beat Wolves, beat Bournemouth, lose to Chelsea. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> beat Fulham. Yeah, Chelsea are going to fly up the league table. I've not included their fixtures, but they seem to win every other one I talk, I talk about. Yeah. Uh, beat Fulham, so that's 14 for them. That would put them also on 73 points, so level with Newcastle. I gave, I'm not too sure I've worked out, but I gave them 18. <laughs> I probably overestimated them a little bit. Um, wow. I'm sure I've got 18. I, I suppose it's the same as you, plus Chelsea win, plus draw somewhere else. I don't know. Maybe, must, maybe. Well, that's six, six wins out of eight. It's not impossible, is it, for Spurs no, United to do that? Yeah, they've got a couple of injuries, but um, they'll be definitely for top four, which again is probably a good thing for us. We play yeah. them, they don't have to win every game. They're not going to play us thinking that we have to win this. So yeah, yeah. I mean if we can take points off Man United and they can take points off Spurs, Brighton and, and Fulham Fulham are relevant really. We take yeah. points off Spurs and Brighton, happy days yeah. for us because that's they're the only ones that concern us. Let's get Spurs out of the way because they're a laughing stock anyway. They should yeah. be they're about as relevant as Fulham and Brentford for me. Is they're only relevant because they're currently above us I don't expect them to be at the end of the season they're the team that are going to drop out I think so they've got Man United away Liverpool away Palace at home Villa away Brentford at home and Leeds away so again a couple of sides a couple of sides I mean I've put I've put Spurs as getting uh, seven points I think nine points they could quite easily lose four or five of those the way they're going at the moment but I've got three draws two wins and a defeat I mean, yeah, that's mad for me. To be fair, they're only going to lose one more game. I don't see I, that at all. I've got, I've got them on five points. Yeah, yeah, that's probably more realistic the way they are at the moment. To be honest, well, I've know. got them getting a couple of like scrappy draws, a couple of crap nil nils or one alls. I've got Villa beating them. That's their only defeat. Because I thought I'll be kind of. What I thought is that if I'm doing like a league predicted at all, and they're currently above us, I thought I'll give them a few points, but not mental amount. Yeah, to be kind I to them. I don't think it's being like biased. Like, I've only got them to win one game out of that, I presume, because I've only got five. So that'll be yeah. 
Palace at home, Brentford at home. So Palace at home win and Brentford and Leeds draw. But not being funny, if Spurs are in seventh on the last day and they've got to play Leeds, um, who might have to win to survive, I don't think Spurs are going to even try and win that to get Conference League because they literally quit, <laughs> didn't they, a couple of years ago. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think if there's any team that's going to fall out, although they're, they're well, obviously fifth at the moment and mm. you can say oh, they're going to finish eighth at the end of the season, it seems like a big gap. But Brighton are by far better. I know Spurs beat them, but they shouldn't have. Um, we're better than them. Yeah, we beat yeah, points-wise from fifth to eighth at the moment. It's only four points and Brighton have got two games so in hand over a lot of clubs because of the FA Cup um, involvement for them. Three games, in fact, over but, a couple. Another way, I think Brighton and Liverpool should definitely finish above Spurs. So then it's almost mm. between us and Spurs to get a European position. Wherever we finish, I don't know. But Brighton and Liverpool, I'm certain will finish above Tottenham. We have to then finish above Spurs and judging by their fixtures and ours, plus we play them at home, you'd like to think that we're, you know, mm. we should be above them anyway by Tuesday, plus that would be two points, would it, I think? Or maybe one uh, point? They're on 53, we're on 51, so we'll go above them by one point on Tuesday if we beat Fulham. So if we better their points tally over the next six games, plus we play them at home, that to me is good. Well, that will be European football, won't it? Because, mm. we'd, yeah, so that's, that's, the, uh, that's the positive I'm looking at. If that, yeah. if that makes sense, that's why they should be finishing eighth. In my we'll opinion. say we'll save Brighton to last because they've got the most fixtures. Liverpool. I mean, I think I, I was I was almost close to putting Liverpool win every game. To be honest, I can just see them going on, on a mad run to end the season, just yeah. to get into the Europa League rather than the Conference League. So it's West Ham away, Spurs at home, Fulham at home, Brentford at home. Three home games in a row. Again, you can see them winning all of those quite comfortably. Leicester away, Villa at home, and Southampton away on the final day, which again, if Southampton are scrapping for points, if Villa have beat them on the week before in their final home game, you, know, you never know how things go, is an obvious thing to say. Um, but I've got them beating Liverpool, drawing to Spurs, beating Fulham, Brentford and Leicester, drawing to Villa, and then beating Southampton with 17 points. That's the biggest kind of points okay. for any of the sides I've predicted so far, and that flies them up into the top six in my table. I've also given them seven points, but I'm not going to lie. I think looking at that, I don't know if they 17. will because, yeah, I think it ultimately depends what Liverpool turns up for those games because West Ham away, that's a West Ham team now are in decent nick. They should be safe and you'd like to, well, in our case, you'd like to think that they could actually get something against Liverpool now because that Liverpool team, yeah, they've had good results recently, but come on, uh, they're not the Liverpool that we know. Um, they've clearly got deficiencies. Tottenham at home to probably win, but again, it's you know, Tottenham is still fifth. You they don't might know. have a new manager again, Luca. Um, Tottenham and have a bit of a bounce. Yeah, maybe. Um, you don't know what side's going to turn up for either Tottenham against Liverpool. Fulham at home should be a win. Brentford at home, I don't think is a banker. Brentford aren't mm. um, playing for too much, but they're always just a difficult team. Leicester away, that will be a, a tough game for Liverpool because that's Leicester's penultimate home game. They're not going to be out of um, relegation by then I wouldn't have thought with three games remaining unless they win like the next four um, and then obviously it's us we'll be playing for European football and then final day yeah they'll beat Southampton away so that's not I don't think it's necessarily a, an easy easy run you know if that's the best Liverpool if sorry if Liverpool play as well as they, we know that they can then mm. it will make it a whole lot easier and that's why I think they get 17 points out of it but if they don't and they don't turn up for some of those games they could lose them so again that's almost filling me with a bit more hope that we could um, finish in the top six because of that, or at least the top seven. 
there was a graphic going around this week about how Villa have got the most difficult running out of all sides left in the Premier League based on stats of what you play, who you're playing and this time of this time of the season that goes out the window completely. Like because yeah. then you'd be saying Leicester away is an easy game. Wouldn't how can it be if they have to win to keep themselves yeah. in the Premier League and keep and all those players keep the same wage? Like which is exactly why you exactly why you come back to Villa and go out of the five teams they're playing or four teams say Liverpool, Tottenham, Spurs. Liverpool, Tottenham, Brighton, Man United, sorry. It's all sides above them that you're competing for the same positions. Tag by Man United in terms of Champions League. But you back Villa against anybody now. So I'd rather be playing those four sides than Southampton, Leicester, Leeds away. You know what I mean? Difficult sides where you think, this is a banana skin. They're fighting for everything. Yes, Tottenham and and Liverpool and Man United are going to be fighting for points for their own various reasons. But... There's been so many occasions start the season where we'll pick up points and you look down the fixture at the results and go, oh, Brighton's won again, Spurs have won again and you gain yeah. no ground. We can we'll gain, gain ground on the size that we're playing against. And we'll, we'll be desperate to win those games, like not as, yeah. uh, you know, obviously we're not relegation threatened, but I feel like we're going to have that sort of energy about us as if we're going to go into those games thinking, all right, we have to win this and our players will feel that as well. Um, yeah. More so than when we play Tottenham, Tottenham will be like, oh, if we don't win, then what do we do? Do we not get the Conference League or do we not get sixth or fifth? It doesn't mean so much to them because those are players who want to be playing the Champions League and they've almost written off this season, which is a disgrace, but that's what it is. Same for Liverpool mm-hmm. in a way. We're going to go there, and again, that's going to be like the Firmino party. We're going to go there thinking, oh, if we win this, we got sixth, and then we got Brighton. Yeah. So we we have that mentality now in the last six games of, you know, it, it sounds a bit cringe, but every game is a cup final. It really is. Um, and the teams that we're playing, they're, yeah, they're above us, but some of them... Their seasons are kind of not over, but by the time we play them again, Liverpool, their season will pretty much be done. Spurs, you know, right off. Those teams aren't support about Europa League, and um, I mean, obviously, you'd rather finish in the Europa League than the Conference League because it's a route to the Champions League. But for us, that's the first time we'll have European football in. Uh, we'll want it more, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Um, the final side, side that we're going to talk about is Brighton. Now, in my predictions, they've got nine games left, by the way, which is still the screen. Yeah, I know. I did them first. I thought I've got to give, like, fit it so they fit it and then work backwards. Mm-hmm. I've probably been quite harsh with my predictions for Brighton compared for, to Spurs, say, where Spurs are on the free fall. In my final league table, it's Brighton that finish eighth, Spurs nick seventh in mine. Which I say I've probably been a bit I've probably been a bit too kind to Spurs and a little bit harsh on Brighton. So I'll run through my results very quickly for Brighton. Um I've actually got them in one beaten in the next four, so I've not been too harsh. Draw to Forest, because I think Forest are going to start scrapping for points, especially at home. Yeah, yeah, Beat yeah. Wolves, draw with Man United, because just gone toe to toe with them in the FA Cup and probably think they own one. Beat Everton, lose to Arsenal and Newcastle, beat Southampton. Um that's not is that a derby? No. Not really, but two South Coast clubs, yeah, yes. Um, yeah, lose to Man City and then lose to Villa on the final day. So I've got them winning three, drawing two and losing four, and 11 points. points, which is the same points that I think Villa will get. Yeah. I just think the running they've got in terms of the numbers of games and having to squeeze them in, they're having to play to extra time in the FA Cup semi-final the other night, like that might only affect them for Wolves and Forest coming up. But if it makes them lose both of those, I'd almost be thinking, okay, that's it for Brighton. Like their season's already over. By the time we play them, they might be thinking the best we can do is eighth. Doesn't matter anymore. Like that game isn't. It? We're saying that could be a massive game for Europe. Might be over before then. They've got nine games, eight games before they play us. We've got five before we play them. Um, so yeah, I've probably maybe been slightly harsh on Brighton because I think they are a good side, and I've got them losing four 
well, I've got them winning three out of nine, which isn't brilliant. They're, they're better than that. And like I said, I've probably been kind to spurts. But my overall league table, actually, we'll come to that in a sec. How do you see those nine for Brighton? It's difficult. I'm looking at it. Th- well, firstly, I have them down as 13 points. Um, mm. But Okay, so only two more than me then. That's not my thing. Yeah, yeah. But they're playing the best four teams in the in, in the country. In I know they're very good themselves, Brighton, but they're playing mm. United. Um, Newcastle, City and Arsenal. So they could lose all four of those, which is nearly yeah. half the games or half the games before they play us. And then they're playing a, t- a Forest team, as you say, that that's what For- Forest's third last home game or something. Forest probably have to win. Um, yeah, Forest are going to stay up. They've got to win basically all their home games. Yeah. yeah. Wolves at home should be three points, but you never know. Uh, Everton at home again. Everton need to win the home games and their away games because they've got a bad run. Uh, Everton, they've got a really tough uh, end to the season. Southampton at home again, bank of three points because Saints will probably be down by then. They'll probably confirm it. So they've got a very uh, mixed bag. But at the same time, mm. if you, I wouldn't want that run of fixtures like in terms of how many there are, who you're playing. This is, this is the thing that people talk about games in hand. You, you're saying, oh, there's kind of the caveat with the, all the predictions is, well, Brighton have got two games in hand or three games in hand over a couple of clubs, yeah. but... Two games in hand of Man City and Arsenal, I think. So it's yeah. Really- I'd, I'd rather I'd rather have points on the board. They're eighth at the moment. They've just gone crashing out the the FA Cup semi final to Man United on penalties, which is never a nice way to go. It's taking it out of your legs to go to extra time. They're playing on Wednesday night against Forest away. You just think that's on TV. Forest a good atmosphere. Like if they slip up there, then they've got to go to Wolves. Well, they got Wolves at home. They're, they're thinking, oh, we should probably win them, but they don't. Then it's Man United. And now just around the corner, it's Arsenal, Newcastle, Man City. Like I said, by the time it gets to Villa, it might not be this massive fixture. We were saying at one point, like, winner gets sixth place. Brighton might be thinking, well, the best we can do is seventh. And Villa have already confirmed a top six spot. I mean, in an ideal world, yeah, for sure. It's possible, though. That's a lot of games to go through in such a short space. Brighton are a really good team, though. But they are... um... I say they play the best four teams in the division coming up, but they are on par. You know, in in it... in a one-off game, they're on par with almost anyone in the division for me. I think they could go toe-to-toe with Arsenal, Man United, City or whoever, and they'd compete. But because they play all the teams, so, you know, we've only got five weeks left of the season. I presume they're doing Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday, whatever it is for the rest of the season, right? So, and you, you wonder what it does for their, um, sort of, how that cup final affects them as well, because that will, you know, hurt you if, you know, not, not getting through. I think most Villa fans would say, yeah, let them go through to have that cup final after us. So they've sort of got mm-hmm. one eye on it. But on the flip side, you do think that, well, how will it affect them? Maybe it will do the other thing and be like, oh, okay, well, we have to end this season well. Or will it yeah, maybe. think, oh, we had a cup final and now we've lost it. We've got a game. Forest away, maybe they'll take a bump on the nose. And then you've got, again, game Saturday midweek. So, yeah, they'll pile up on Brighton. But they've got three home games in a row. Uh, Wolves, mm. you know, Everton. If they can get good points out of that, then it's um, they'll be back sort of in the saddle. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to have the, that amount of games, should we say? And again, they do play some good teams there, so it's not the, the most ideal of runs. Yeah, it's just out of interest. It's Wednesday, Saturday, Thursday, Monday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. Which you know, it's the twenty fourth of April today. The season ends on the twenty eighth of May. To fit in nine games in effectively a month. Is, is a the, lot that's going to take it out. Yeah, it's the, the, it's the season, business end of the season. 
everyone's kind of scrapping for something pretty much. I'd rather be in our position with six games to go, a week apart, plenty of time to prepare, already got points on the board. Yes, it's only two or three more than Brighton, but still points on the board. I'd, I'd rather be in our position than there. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. 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 Um, that kind of wraps it up for all the fixtures. Let's just run through. We were going to do like a predictor thing on screen. We're like filling in the results. I thought that would be too kind of time... Uh, too time costly or whatever the word is so we did it off air filled in the results I did mine it was like a, a lot of generic like 2-1 wins 1-1 one, one draws 2-0 wins 1-0 wins like nothing kind of crazy <laughs> I actually got Villa finishing in Europe ahead of Tottenham on goal difference <laughs> so I probably should have paid more attention to actual um, scores but I've got Man City winning the league on 90 points Arsenal second on 88 points Man United third on 76 Newcastle fourth on 75 then a seven eight point gap to fifth place, Liverpool. Again, like I said, I've got them winning a lot of their games, 67 points. Then I've got Villa, who I was arguably harsh on. Comments will tell me otherwise. 62 points. Spurs, seventh, also 62 points, but our goal difference, three better. So theirs is only four better at the moment, thanks to that battering from Newcastle. And I just see Tottenham going like this. Um, again, I've probably been quite kind to Spurs in my predictions. And Brighton finishing in eighth, where they currently are, 60 points for them. Um, they're currently on 51 or something like that. So, yeah, I've not got them winning um, many games. Uh, like 49. Yeah, so I've got them 11 points, which it's not great from nine games. And they'll probably do better than that. But, yeah, sixth place for Villa. We'd all take that, wouldn't we? Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who did I? I think I had Villa... You had seventh, I think. I've been seventh. Did I? That's I think what you texted me before, we had exactly the same order, apart from Spurs and Liverpool the wrong way around. So my table would have been uh, two ticks. You had Man United third, Newcastle fourth, Liverpool fifth, same as me. You had Brighton sixth, Villa seventh, Spurs eighth. So it's just five, six, seven, eight. You had different. Uh, and I think I had Brighton and Villa quite close. So yeah, yeah based, to be fair, after the, we've, from 44 minutes of recording, I feel more positive about us finishing in the top seven for you know than before mm-hmm. because I looked at our games and I thought, oh, that is a tough run. But honestly, I think if you just play as well as you can do in the last um, sort of knockings of the season, then you'll get what you deserve because all those teams are going to be scrapping unless you're Wolves, <laughs> who, who we've got, and a couple of other teams. So. Yeah, I feel quite optimistic about it, actually. To kind of take away all the, like you just said, 44 minutes of recording about everyone else's fixtures, if we just focus on Villa again very quickly, wherever they come and whatever else anyone else gets up to, if Villa win four of those six and get 12 points, I think that's enough to finish in the top seven, at least. And I think it's one of those... Depending on what the others do. Yeah, and I know just in a big podcast, but we kind of just do have to take it game by game because like Fulham's not even a banker itself, and you know we'll probably delete the video if we don't win. (laughs) (laughs) But again, if we don't beat Fulham, you go to United and think, well, we could take a point out of that, or you know, even better, win it potentially. Um, There's four wins in there. However, you look at it, even if it's the last Mm. four games of the season, I'd back us to win four if we absolutely had to. Uh, So yeah, let's see what happens. But I think. Most teams would rather be in our position. As, as a neutral, you might look at it and think, oh, yeah, but Liverpool have games in hand. And to fair Liverpool, I do think we've probably got the best sort of games to come and they will probably finish fifth. But out of us, Brighton and Spurs, you'd probably put us ahead of them now, even though Brighton have got yeah. games in hand and Spurs have been in fourth and fifth the whole season. We've hit hit the um, hit the form at the right time. And again, going into those games, we play Spurs at home, Brighton at home. The advantage is ours, even though we play less games. So, 
yeah, Bright yeah. can play the games and get it, but it's probably not going to happen. Theoretically, I think we would get there if we just did our job. And if we can maintain the form we've got, I think we'll be there. That's it then for our prediction show for the end of the season, the run-in. Uh, six games for Villa, seven for a few, nine for Brighton, as we've discussed, uh, a big kind of effort for them. And it's too fair, if they finish in the top six Brighton with the running they've got, you yeah. have to just kind of congratulate them and say, pat yeah. them back to them. If they also finish in the top six, don't really care, to be honest. <laughs> What's the thing? Like, I think as long as we give it our best shot, what will be will be. Do you know what I mean? It'll be a bit for, I say frustrating. Like, what we've done in the last uh, four or five months has been nothing short of remarkable. Like, only Arsenal, Man City, or whatever have got more points than us. But it will be a bit if we didn't, you know, say if we only won two of the next six or whatever and we lost three or whatever it may be, that will be a bit like, oh, not maybe a bit deflating because we are so close and who knows what's going to happen next season. Um, yeah injuries of the teams getting better whatever it may be I'd like to think that we'll just continue this form and that's us and we'll stick at the top you know top half of the table and be able to compete for forevermore but you never know so let's hope that we can um, just give it our best shot and if we do and we get the points that we get then we can't sort of moan if Brighton win their you know all of their games but beat us or whatever and the same for Liverpool and if Spurs get better you know so yeah let's just do our bit and then we can't sort of uh, be particularly deflated about it John Thanks for joining me. For the rest of the week, we've got Fulham post-match show tomorrow night. So once we get back from the game, 10 o'clock, half 11, whatever it is, we'll, we'll do a quick show on Tuesday night. Wednesday, we're out and about doing a bit of filming, some kind of end-of-season stuff. Thursday, Friday, we'll be looking ahead to Man United at the weekend. There'll be a Man United show on Sunday afternoon as well. Thank you very much for watching. We'll see you then uh, up the villa. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue and Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your thoughts and comments. We'll be back soon with another episode, but until then, up the villa. Up the villa.